Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the seat of the cab. It'll be your host, Mr. Nigel Williams. Welcome back to the seat of the uh, Citroen Bolingo van. So, <clears throat> I was asked if I would air it on the podcast. Not so much air in dirty laundry, but the real reason why I left AJ Morris Limited and the reason why I chose to come and join L. Lynch Plant Hire and Haulage. It's going to be a little bit convoluted, so you're going to have to try and keep up at the back. But as always, a little bit of housekeeping to do here. Today is Tuesday, the 15th of March. Diesel prices on the pump. Motorway M1, £1.89.9 pence per litre. Rushton Shell Garage, £1.74.9 pence per litre. A little bit of difference there, but basically you get the gist of it. Starting to sting in the pocket a little bit, boys and girls. So, what happened? Oh, wow. I won't talk badly of A.D. Morris. He gave me an amazing opportunity. But the business model changed and I no longer saw a future. So basically last year my life turned upside down and a heartbeat. Those who know me know me well and managed to hear segments of season five will know how bad my life got. And it is it truly is thanks to the monumental efforts and support from Jim Barraclough, Lana Edwards and the Lighthouse Club construction industry charity that saved me from the brink of suicide Um, I'm not saying that lightly that is not something I will say lightly that is something that is very very true (laughs) so Last year, what happened? Well, we got all finished up on a big project down in Ashford. And uh, I became working foreman. You know, I wasn't any longer just a big digger driver. I was I was a working foreman. I went from driving my own four-wheel drive to having a company pickup truck, had a nice Nissan Navara, company credit card. And basically, I was running the show. And me, the gang, Aidy and I talked about a future, a long-term future, where I was going to become operations manager. And that was something I believed in. I believed in my ability and my skill set, my knowledge, my aspiration, my drive to succeed 
I believed in that. I believe in a solid work ethic and proper business sense. And we got busy. I drove myself very, very hard. I worked extraordinarily hard. Um, my work ethic was probably one of the biggest contributory factors to the demise of my relationship last year because it's all about the job got to get it done got to get it done dig 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 go 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 I was running the job I had a reputation on the line um, started off in Malmesbury then went from Malmesbury down to Ricola and Kent running the job looking after the agency drivers trying to keep the guys on side finished Reculver made a super super job in there and then we went up to uh, Thorrington in Essex <coughs> same again lead driver running the show again my reputation my work ethic my skill set I wanted to be operations manager that was my aspiration and for me, that was what was at stake for me. The chance that I might not get that promotion. I might not show dedication. I might not actually achieve what I need to achieve in terms of proving myself and proving my worth. I put in all the long hours. I put in all the late nights. Some weekends as well. Some weekends I got home and I was so absorbed in the work and I was so exhausted from the work that I was probably awful at home. And, yeah, ah, it is what it is, huh? It is what it is, but I had a goal. I was working for not just operations manager, but I was trying to save money to buy a house for my family, build my family. In half a mile, use the left lane to take the M1 North Slip Road to Leicester. Shush, chicky. So, basically, use the left lane to take the M1 North Slip Road. So, basically I slogged it, strived, slogged it, strived, tried to be the best man I could, tried to be the best employee I could, tried to prove my, tried to prove my worth. In half a mile, merge onto N1. Well, you're not even supposed to be talking. So, <clears throat> so Thorrington was a ball lake. I ruined so many family weekends because I was all about the job. Trying to get these young fellas started in the industry. Young fellas started in the industry. <laughs> yeah. 
driving around the countryside picking up fucking caravans and dragging them halfway across the fucking country for them because they ain't got a tow bar buying caravans for them because they ain't got no fucking money dragging them around the fucking countryside because they ain't got no fucking money and they ain't got no fucking tow bar ruining my family weekends which probably also didn't help but I didn't just want to be an employee that my boss could be proud of I also wanted to be that rock solid man that my then girlfriend could be proud of sadly wasn't to be, wasn't to be the uh, wasn't to be the case yeah, we won't go there. So, we're our way on hire. <coughs> the world falls apart. We're away on hire. Stop contracting because everyone knows the red diesel issue is coming. He wants to stop contracting, wants to just go on hire so we can just even it out. Just, just keep busy enough. Just keep earning enough money to keep the company ticking over and basically see where the dust settles when the abolition of red diesel comes on the 1st of April this year which was understandable but AD then sold the D8s so that's three D8Ks with boxes sold and the plant fleet is shrinking and it shrank even more when a D6T went out on permanent self-drive hire. Shrank even more when dump trucks went out on self-drive hire. So that meant, basically, there wasn't an operation to manage. There physically wasn't any longer a company left for me. do anything with yet alone manage and after the life changing events from last year no longer having a family at home suddenly becoming a single man having to find my way in the world living away in a little caravan no life tramping from this place to that place just to move a bit of muck it's no life and I needed to build a life something of which I've set about doing I wanted to be home every night which was something that also wasn't possible working for AD because we never took any jobs that were local we never worked for any local contractors we never worked locally for me to be home don't want to be away anymore don't want to be living out of a caravan anymore truth be told the heart's not even in the muck shift anymore Because there's too many other people around you that know absolutely nothing about what we're doing. 
have no idea about moving muck and they're earning way more money than me and I give up I can't be operations manager on a company where there's an EC380 a D6XE and a dump truck that totals the entire available plant fleet that's not just going to happen so my good friend and now colleague Mr Jim Barraclough also a relief plant operator for Elm Lynch Plant R and Haulage heard that the situation was going to be changing and that potentially there was going to be an opening for a relief plant operator somebody like me with a wealth of experience a wealth of knowledge an aptitude for mechanical and hydraulic systems somebody with drive and ambition So we set up the phone call and we had the we had the conversation and um, yeah, it went very well. I came down to the yard, we signed on the dotted line, and here I am. Van, fuel card, and a rate that I like. It's not big money. It's not big, big money. But it doesn't have to be. All I want is enough to live on. If I wanted to go rate chasing, I could be rate chasing right now. I could be rate chasing, living out the back of a transit van, chasing the money, chasing the rates. Living as cheap as possible, earning 24 to 26 pound an hour. With my skill set, no drama. It's not about the money for me. It's also about building that career. That's why Lynch, for me, is a good fit. I think time will tell but when I look at the company culture it's one I can be proud of it's one that treats you like an individual it's a culture where if you show willing and you put in the effort they'll reward you now that's not speculation I've seen that for myself I've already witnessed that in my colleagues around me other working foremen plant operators lead drivers I see an incredibly highly skilled workforce around me Yes, we've got new recruits. Yes, we've got young blood. Yes, we've got young bucks on dump trucks. But, for the most part, when we start looking at supervisory management, upper management, middle management, 
directors, section managers, line foreman, line managers. These are some incredibly competent people. Now that's not me kissing ass. That's not me licking boots. That's me actually talking about the people that I have watched climb the ladder of the corporation that they work. Now you're probably thinking, why the fuck do you know that? Well, got this thing called the, got this thing called the internet. I'm. I've been an avid social media user for years. I've used social media to my advantage for many, many years. Plant hire companies are something of which I've watched. And the reputation and the culture within Lynch, I find second to none. The drive, the ambition, the camaraderie, the ability to see the best of people to select them and move them forward based on the skills that they they have to develop them as individuals. So what are my aspirations with Lynch? What are my aspirations within L Lynch Plant Hire and Haulage? Well, I think we all know, don't we? I think we've all got a, a rough idea that I used to be Mr Big Digger. I'm not. Not anymore. I am Mr. Swiss Army Knife. I'll rock up anywhere and I'll drive anything. Just give me a postcode and I'm there. That's how we roll. Every day I get up at 4.30 without fail. Whether I've got a destination to go to already or not, doesn't matter. 4.30, I'm standing up, getting showered, getting dressed. Five o'clock, I want to be able to sit on the couch knowing that I am ready to go. That's important to me. Because when that phone goes to tell me that a driver hasn't shown up and that my services and my skill set are required in any part of the country, I need to just grab my tea, go. The sandwich is made the night before. The coffee pot is made the night before. The flask is made as soon as I'm downstairs, ready to go. Drinking tea, literally the only thing I do before I leave is make a fresh cup of tea to go in the thermal cup so that we can drive away. And that's it. Off we go to work. And that's how we roll today. That's how I roll now. I'm home every night, sleeping in my own bed. And you have no idea how good that feels. I'd forgotten how good that felt. To walk into my nice centrally heated home. Admittedly it's empty. Because there's only me living in it. With the fish. I have my daughter every other weekend. And I'm doing the best I can. To be a good dad. To be a good man be a role model for the young guys coming into the industry now. I'm hoping that my I'm hoping that my knowledge will be deemed a valuable asset for the company to the point where 
I'm permitted to join the training team. In a mentoring role. In order to teach the next generation of Glam Operators. I'd like there to be an opportunity for me to further my skill set with other items of plant training and on-the-job operation so that I can hone a skill set. It will be difficult. It will. It will be difficult. And the main reason it will be difficult is purely because sometimes I'm only there for a day Sometimes I can only be there for a day just to cover a machine. Just a bum in a seat. A ticketed seat warmer, as I would say. But I'm a smart guy. I've been doing this for a lot of years. I have the aptitude, I have a skill set, and I think I can be a valuable asset to the company in time to come <coughs> so there we have it folks Nigel Williams is no longer Mr Big Digger I am still the opinionated plant operator but I am now the Swiss Army Knife and the Ethan Hunt of Eldinge Plant Hire and Oldinge. My mission, should I choose to accept it every time I get a text message, every time my phone goes, my mission, should I choose to accept it, and I do every time. I'm going to rock up there, I'm going to find out who you are, find out what you want, and I'm going to do my best to try and make you happy every day. Every day is different. Some people can't handle that. Some people don't like that. Now, this is a conversation that that me and Jim had a few days ago about people like us being a bit niche in terms of what we do, why we do what we do. Some people couldn't handle not knowing where they were from one day to the next. Some people couldn't handle needing to be inducted every time we end up on a different site. Some people wouldn't like having to do the online inductions for multiple different contractors each time we go to work for them, as well as having to do site-specific inductions. Some people also don't like being thrown in at the deep end doing operations that they've never done before. I'm lucky that my skill set has been built up over 25 years. Everything I learned when I was on the farm, everything I've learned from my time in civils, house bashing, 
bolt muck shifting. Driving diggers, driving dozers. Everything. All of those things have been learning experiences. And they're all things that have given me that edge on certain plant operators. Oh, fucking hell, don't want to go all the way over there. Okay, so don't. Oh, fucking hell, where the fuck's that? I don't know. Put a fucking postcode in the sand, have Let's go, go, go. Oh, fucking hell, what, there's no machine to drive and I've got to run errands? Yeah. Yeah, so grab that shit, put it in the back of your van and fucking go. Be useful to the company. That's what we're here for. Trying to be all things to all men. I solved an issue on a 10 ton small excavator a couple of weeks ago now. Blowing out main fuses for the computer. Now I solved that on my first walk around inspection of that machine. I solved that issue unknowingly. How? Well, I did the walk around inspection of the machine like I was supposed to. Exactly like I was supposed to. Every fucking time. So how is it that I do the walk around inspection and I notice something? Yet the regular day-to-day driver missed it. Can it be that some of these drivers aren't looking? Can it be that some of these drivers aren't actually doing their daily walk around pre-star checks? Can it be that some of these drivers aren't as skilled as they need to be to fulfil the role of plant hire operators? I don't know. Can it also be that that particular fault was something that should have been recognised at the dealership as a potential problem before that machine ever came out to sight? Now that's a question that needed to be answered, in my opinion. I can't answer that question. I can give you my opinion, but I can't answer that question. So, for me, I'm just doing the job. I'm just turning up wherever you need me, doing whatever you need me to do, with a smile on my face every time. Because that's how we roll. My life has changed. Everything about my life has changed. You've probably noticed it in my tone on the podcast not quite so screamy, not quite so shouty, not quite so ranty. That's because I've had to find a level. That's because I've had to find a level of inner peace that I didn't expect to need to find. But here we are. And I'm just doing the best I can, day by day. Trying my hardest to save hires 
put out fires. Satiating and placating customers. Getting the guys on the ground on back on side where they've not had a good experience with previous drivers. Yesterday being a prime example, driving a driving a Komatsu EC210. Lifting uh, trench boxes. The slinger, Banksman, was absolutely blown away at my precision and skill as I lifted those boxes, set them upright, and manoeuvred them into position. And that made me very, very happy. because they got what they wanted. They didn't just get a guy sitting in a seat. They actually got someone who understood exactly what they needed and performed without fault. And that's what we're here to do. Every day. So far, literally every client, every client I've been to, every hire that I've been on, they've wanted to keep me, or they've been very, very, very happy with my competence and my skill in operation. I'll always be Mr. Big Digger. I'm honing my skills on a on a on a, on a bulldozer, but I've already had the twist on the bulldozer. I know what that is, I know what that's about. And in some senses I've always known what that's about. Because I was driving a bulldozer probably 20 years ago. Oh, D6D. Oof. I worked for Lee Brothers Earth Movers. And I must admit that Komatsu D61 is a far, far superior machine. Oh, yes, it is. So, there you have it, folks, in a nutshell. Where I am now. Why I am where I am now. And how I came to be where I am now. So, if you want to get in touch with the podcast, all the usual avenues, you know where to find me. At from the seat of the cab on Instagram, from the seat of the cab at gmail.com on email. Nigel Williams on Facebook and LinkedIn. If you've got any comments, any questions, anything you want to know, just hit me up. You know where to find me. And that, folks, is a wrap. And I'll catch you in the next one. Take care. Bye-bye.